From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, it's good to be back with you, and we're going to continue our series today on uh, Infocom, getting ready to see each other in Orlando soon. Oh, it's great to be back, Steve, and yeah, looking forward to the discussion because it means we're just that much closer to Infocom. Absolutely. Well, today we're, we're welcoming somebody who fits into more of the veteran Infocom attendee uh, category, but he's a familiar face and a friend and somebody that we're excited to have on the show. And m many of our audience members know him and he's Joe Way from USC. Welcome, Joe. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And veteran, does that mean I'm old? Is that a way to get an old joke in? I mean, no, no, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I'm always glad to, to join y'all when I get a chance. We appreciate it. And uh, Joe is very uh, much involved in several things, um, the higher ed AV uh, media, as well as HEPMA, and of course, um, USC and all the great things that are being done there. Um, and well, Joe, what we wanted to really chat a little bit about today, because you are very involved in Infocom, um, now, I'm sure you, like me, this is something that's a staple on your calendar, but it didn't happen overnight. You know, I'm sure that there, it, it took some time before you established yourself and, and this, is, this became like a, a can't miss event. Um, talk a little bit about that. Like what, what, what got you to the point where um, going to Infocom is um, something that, that is, uh, is so important to you? Yeah, no, that's a great question because you're right. It's um, you know, it's one of those things that every conference, um, you get out of it what you put into it and what have you make of it, right? And I think a lot of times when you first go somewhere, especially because you know I transitioned from live events into you know higher ed slash the corporate side, you know, so Infocom wasn't necessarily my show. I had been there. But it was only because maybe I had to go see some projectors or something. Like there was a, a goal. It wasn't like my home show. That would have been more of NAB and those types of things, right? And so I remember even coming into Infocom the first time I went after going to into higher ed. Um, at, at, after the maybe it only been my third time even going, but it's where I said, okay, I'm going to spend a week here because I guess this is where I'm supposed to be now, right? And and just. Uh, it was weird going into it and just kind of feeling lost. Like, you know, I, yeah, I had a map of the show floor and I knew there was education stuff going on, but it was like, you know, I know my people are here, but I don't have that fluidity of the, what is this thing, right? I didn't know, you know, that, you know, Swirl is Thursday night and, you know, NSCA is Wednesday night and you have the, you know, AV Roki on Tuesday. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have that whole thing set up yet of what you do. And it took that couple of years and it really took that like that next year of really then meeting people, meeting people in the vertical and saying, okay, what is my goal? And and that's where I think the the key is, and you're probably going to get to this question after. So I'll just answer it now, is having a purpose of when you're going. What is it you want to achieve? And I think that's really what changed. And yeah, for a lot of it is networking. For some people, it's education. You know, um, this year I'm going to be scan your badge guy, you know. Um, and uh, but it's kind of knowing that purpose. And that's where it started to then become, you know, what I call it. It's the Super Bowl of our of our vertical of our industry. Right. Um, 
because I know so many things that I need for the year can get checked off in the course of five days, right? And there's very few events that can happen. And because it fits our my vertical specifically in that way, I make everything of it, you know, I'll just forego sleep for seven days and, you know, and, and because it's that important and there's a run on answer for you a lot longer than what you had asked for. I know I, I, that was a great answer actually. And I, I completely agree with you that the amount of work that you can get done in those five days could take you months to do if you were back home. Yep. Absolutely. Um, James, uh, jump in here, you know, and talk about, um, the importance of kind of having your tribe at Infocom, kind of like you know what um, what Joe was talking about. How important is it for you to feel like you have you're amongst your people and that you have others that you can um, connect with, that that you can do things with, or that or even have like a you know uh, a, a common group to meet up with uh, to to get you through the show. So. I'm going to take this a little different. Um, first off, having the tribe there is great. Um, the higher ed folks has always been great. I mean, the first Infocom I was at, we were out there in droves. Uh, we were larger last year, and we're going to be larger this year. Uh, you even technically have a home base at the HEPMA booth. Uh, so that's always great. But like I keep saying in the last episodes and other ones is, you got to get out there. You got to talk to other people outside your circle. Um, I know I've said this story before. I know people are probably getting tired of hearing it, but I still remember going to one of those after parties, walking in with the higher ed folks, and I started walking in the room. And they, one of the members said, hey, James, we're over here. I replied, yep, yeah, I know. And they're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm networking. And like I said, I went and talked to Tim Albright. I talked to David Bussett. I talked to Megan Detta. I, I, whoever I could talk to, I hung out with you, Steve. And then, yes, I did go back to the higher ed folks and um, talked with them. But I broadened my horizon. I broadened my network. I broadened my uh, connections and partnerships. But having that tribe there is beneficial, especially for the Afro parties, knowing where they are going because then you can be there as well to network. And like somebody like Joe, Joe is a great person. Uh, Steve is another great person. I feel like I can do this as well, is you go with one of those, you kind of become a leech, you tack on, and Joe or me or Steve will be like, hey, have you met Joe? Here, talk to him. And now you're making another connection, getting your outside your circle. Was where I was where I was going with that is that uh, you know it's great to be able to have people that can help you make those types of introductions that uh, especially so you don't have to be um, by yourself in a room and but you know where you can have others that know people that can can help to uh, to open some new doors and build conversations. Um, Joe, talk a little bit about what it's like to actually have a booth because Hetma this year has a booth at the uh, at at the show and um this is going to be a new thing it's the bane of my existence um i i i want to slip my wrists i don't know if i'll even make it to infocom um yeah um uh, but besides that it's wonderful 
it's a great feeling. Um, yeah, first end users ever in the history of Infocom to put a booth on a show floor. And not just a little booth. We're talking a 20 by 20 where we can have lots of shenanigans. Um, yeah, and you know, it's it's interesting because, um, yeah, I'm going to be, can I scan your badge guy? And then after that, I'm going to follow up two days later with the email that says, it was so wonderful meeting you with the Hetma booth. Thank you. And then three days after that, I'm going to follow up with the, in case you missed my last email, pushing this to the top. So I got the whole thing down. Everyone's getting everything back that they've thrown at me, and I am going to put it right back at them, okay? Um, so, but no, um, I think it is significant, you know, actually, uh, all joking aside, uh, to have that, uh, you know, that uh, flag in the ground, um, because the vertical has changed, right? And if you look at, you know, last year, 30% of the attendees at Infocom were, you know, categorized as end users. This year, only up to now, it's 38, could be close to 40% now. That's significant growth. Of that is end users, over a third, probably coming up close to half, check the learning spaces box, education box, right? As to what vertical they, you know, might not all be higher ed, might be some K-12, other stuff, right? But nonetheless, that's a significant chunk. If you start looking at that, that means that probably 15% to 20% of the attendees at that show will say they serve education in some way or another, Right. And so now to actually be just one of a thousand booths to be the voice for that 15% is a big deal, right? And just to have that stake where people can go, hey, where are my people going to be? Where can I stop by? Where can I make those connections? Because we've found, you know, even though, you know, for those who are watching the video, we have our little badge thingies, you know, that we we go around as a HETMA, um, our flags that we we put on our badges and people start to notice them, right? But it's still just a, hey, what is that? What is that? Let's connect. So now to be able to send someone somewhere, to actually have programming, to have places where we're going to be, where you can connect and have and connect to the community for afterwards and really have that uh, growing that kind of that membership, growing where your people are, I think is is substantial. Um, I may completely change my mind afterwards and think, but, um, you know, right now, I think of just the hope that if I were, or even, you know, going back to your first question, when I was the first time higher ed person, even after having been in the AV industry for 25 years, I was still lost. And I wish there was a place where I could have gone just to say, hey, where are my people? Right. And even the last couple of years, how many times I'd be at Infocom and I would get a text from someone like at Avixa because someone would stop by the booth just saying, hey, I'm in higher ed. Is there anything going on? And I get a text from someone going, hey, by the way, there's someone over here at the eviction Steam booth. Well, you want to come meet them? Or can you, what, what is your guys' next event? Well, now we have that. And we're going to have a website. We have a place where you can go, go here. And now you're going to see everywhere we're going for the rest of the week and everything we're doing afterwards, right? And I think that that will be a huge thing for us as a vertical and hopefully for the AV industry as a whole to now have that um that physical presence to what you know previously was just an online community. I, Another I, long answer that you didn't ask for. No, I think I think that that's great, and I, I I've I've only had a couple of experiences not having a booth, but having like a landing place like that, and it's kind of neat to be able to direct people up to a place for to go to a place to meet you or people that can get a hold of you. 
I, I think that that could, because floating around the floor can sometimes be a challenge, kind of uh, almost like walking around in a maze. So I, I totally get yeah. that. Uh, um, James, how, how important is this to somebody in your shoes? And is this um, something that is going to change your experience? Um, Will it change my experience? Definitely it's going to change my experience. But I think the most important part is it's going to change a lot of the first timers in higher ed experience. And why I mean that is I know Joe experiences, I've experiences, I'm sure other higher ed folks do. You go to a manufacturer booth, you want to talk to somebody, and they're like, oh, your education, you push you to the side. And, you know, they're talking to other manufacturers, other integrators, and, you, you, you know, you're fighting for a voice. Now we're going to have manufacturers coming to us. They're going to be fighting for our voice. And those new people, like, yeah, I can, Joe can walk into the booth and get attention. I can walk into the booth and get attention because we we're loud mouth on social. We have been out there. We put ourselves out there and people know us, but those first timers who aren't as social, now they can go to the Hatma booth and actually have a larger voice behind them to say, Hey, we need to talk about this, or we need to talk about that or come see us about this. And like I said, instead of us fighting for voices is now people are fighting for our attention. Joe, what he Joe, said <laughs> yeah no I, but, sh sh go ahead yeah no no no. and I, I think that's that's the point and you know even just to pull this to uh the purpose of the show talking about programmers right uh, the most miserable part of the av industry you could be in um is you know you, if you're 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 the programmer i mean the the world is against you right and you're against it and that's kind of the i'm just joking um sort of um and um no, but I, now to think, hey, where where is it? Where can I actually have a place where I'm going to see those who understand what I go through, right? Where can we connect? And I think that's really, you know, uh, something that I think has was missing, but is now recently coming to like Infocom is not just talking about Hetma, but a lot of other groups, sustainability, the NSEA, the PSNIs, like those types of organizations that have a purpose for an, a certain identity, a certain genre of a professional, not just a, say, a Crestron pro user or a, you know, an Epson projector house or a pants, right? not just going for the gear, but who are you? What is your identity as in the AV industry? And now having organizations like us be able to say, here, this is for you. And there, and there's probably a place for for program. Maybe you you know about them, and I don't. But I'm saying is like that's the kind of thing, right? And then you take the PSNI. Why does PSNI go? Well, you know, because it's a closed group. Well, yeah, but it's still your people, right? If you're an integrator, it's a place and a purpose for that, right? And I think that the NSCA is the same thing, and that's where I think there's a lot of purpose behind that. And if you're now a programmer, can you go? Hey, where are the higher ed people? Programmers are not necessarily known to be the most social people. They're not loudmouths like me and James, right? And so can I now have a place where I can go and I can say, hey, there's going to be other quiet people here, or I'm going to show up Wednesday and Thursday at from 3 to 5 p.m. in booth 4489 uh, for our happy hour, right? And just grab a beer, grab a cocktail, and talk to other people. You see the education, little green education stripe, and you go, hey, what do you do? Right. And now you can create a network that way. And I think that's really what's important. 
it really speaks to what we're trying to do here is create community amongst programmers. So hopefully that's something that we could strive for and you'll be able to share with us a little bit about your experience with it because it's I think it is important and and um you know in years past I was involved with councils with uh, Vixa which was then Infocom and it's uh, that that was the the value of that was to be around people who understood you and even though you might be considered competitors you were more um like uh people who were doing the same thing and shared the same experiences and had uh, and 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 had an identity that was different than others. And, and actually it, it helps to establish yourself. So I, I I'm all for that. And I will wear the Hetma green uh, flag as well. And hopefully uh, I'll be able to fit in with the crowd. But um, I, I think that it's important for us to, to, uh, to not only um, have those types of communities, but then also cross pollinate as, as we've discussed them. Um, but one of the things before we let you go, Joe, is you always are great about bringing your team to these events. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about the why behind it and also how it's something that you can get, say, approval for, or because um, that's not something that everybody always sees the value in. Yeah. You know, that is a great question. You should host a podcast. Um, so, you know, this, because, because it's really, it's an important question because the funny thing is, especially now, how many emails I get every single day saying, oh, we're going to be there. I would love to book a time for you to come and do a booth tour at our booth. And I was like, yes, of course you want a booth tour. And I get it. And I'll, which is the great thing is now having a booth on my own. I say, sorry, I can't do that. I have to be on my own. But anyway, that's a whole other story. Here's the thing though. I'm not the person you need on a booth tour. You know who you need? My AV architect. You need my programmer. You need my engineer. You need my support team, right? I don't care what technology I put in. I want what we can support easy. I want what my programmers can handle. I want what we can do that meets my sustainability requirements, that meets our right our user experience requirements. That's why I have nine staff members. I mean, nine of my 13 are going to be there, right? And um, that's pretty, and that's huge, right? And that's even going, I bring all 13 when I go, when it's in Vegas, I have to bring a couple people, a couple people back just as a just in case when it's in Orlando. Um, they're the ones to talk to, not me, right? And yet everybody's fighting for my time. Um, you know, it's like, okay, fine. You know what? Just do the selfie and we'll call that good. Now talk to them. Let them go and, and get that information because they're the ones who can act on it, Right. When we have a, a you know some type of upgrade or we're looking at a new standard, I don't sit there to my team and go, this is the one we're going with. I go to my team and go, we're going to do a proof of concept. Why don't you go find the six leading you know, manufacturers or, you know, or solutions out there, run the proof of concept, come back to me with exactly what was, you know, what you decided. And then I'll go work the room and work on the budget and work on, you know, getting, you know, getting the nice bro deals and stuff like that. Right. So I'm actually last in line. And that's why going back to it again, now a third long answer for a very short question was, you know, what's important for it? Why to bring my team? Because they're the ones that are on campus for the other 51 weeks a year. Right. Not me. And I'm not the one having to take the phone calls. I'm not the one having to get the emails. So when you see leadership there, I turn around and go, why? 
why is leadership there? I mean, outside of, you know, getting some nice drinks and food, you know, it's good. You know, after parties are fun, um, but it's not going to help the solution later. And in fact, I couldn't, even if I tried, what is there? 870 booths or something like that on the show floor. I don't even know what the number is right now. I physically could not walk the show floor and stop and look at every solution, even if I tried, and then mix that in with everything else I have to do. But you know who can? My support team, when they're looking at a certain solution, and they can narrow it down to 15 booths, and they can book out the 10, 20 minutes, and they make that one afternoon of the three days. Now they come back, and they can have a real solution that they can come to me, and we can come back to next week. And then, you know, next week after we're back and then go, okay, now let's come on a plan and let's make that actionable. There's your third long answer to a very short question. It was very good. It, it Following up on that is, it, it, do you have any criteria or any um, goals or expectations? Like how, how, did, how do you, how, how do they, how do, how do you measure success from them? Um, they come back alive. That's first. Um yeah. Uh, no HR. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, the, the requirements is again the same thing. You know, you know my my whole thing is I have a plan when I go. Well, I want them to have a plan too. So I don't know how many of you know, my team is going to listen to this. Uh, hopefully they don't because I'm about to give away one of my secrets. When they ask if they can go to a conference, the answer is actually always yes. But I ask them first. What is, why you want to go? I mean, I make it sound like the answer. No, why are you going to go? What are you going to achieve? Which basically I'm asking them, tell me your plan. Tell me what you want to get out of this. And it could be as simple as next year, all our projectors are up and I need to look at, see what's coming down the pike, right? That, and that could be a fine answer, or it could be, we're struggling with the ticket count. Our time to resolve is way too high. I need to find some type of remote management, something. And I've seen the XYZ articles, and I really want to go look at this company. Fine. Just give me a reason. And then let me help you form that into a plan for, say, one third of your time, and then keep one third of your time flexible for the spontaneous. And then one third of your time, have some fun, network, connect, grow your, grow your professional side, take a couple classes, right? And that's kind of how I like to frame it out. Third, third, third. I like that. That's a great tip. Um, James, I assume at some point you'll be in a position like Joe to have, uh, team members, uh, attending with you. Um, if, if you're not already, um, what, what are you thinking in, in terms of, uh, making that decision to, to bring additional people and, and is it similar to what, what Joe, the approach Joe's taking? Um, similar, but. Not exact. Um, actually, might be stealing some of that from Joe. Um, because you can have you can have it. it is a good plan. It does work well. It actually it does, does work well. Um, but yeah, no. I as everyone who anyone who really knows me, I'm I'm big on, on always be learning. So I always want my team members to be learning and getting the value. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I did pitch to have my team go in for com this year. Upper management uh, didn't improve it budget wise. We we had to strategically decide who was going where and what. Like I had a whole list of conferences and training, and we sat down and be like, okay, which one would be best for 
person A, which one would be best for person B and C? And that's what we did. One person went to this, one, another person went to the, uh, this conference and I'm going to Infocom. So that's kind of how we value it. We sat down and looked at it. And that's why I'm going to continue to fight to make sure my team's getting the value that they need. Uh, but they need to, when they do get that advantage, they got to come back and say, this is why it was value. This is what we took from it. Or as Joe said, having a plan. What is your plan? Why are you going? And also that helps argue for the money too, by the way. Because I, they're telling me their problems and I can now go, Hey, if you can solve that in one week and you're going to cut our ticket count down by oomph of amount, which really costs me a hell of a lot more and actually hurts our customers more, not just in time and money. Right. Yeah. That's the argument right there. Oh yeah. I think that's a great thing that everybody should use quite honestly. And I'm <laughs> going to uh, adopt that myself. Um, I, I, we we have to wrap this one up, but Joe, we appreciate you being on, and we look forward to seeing you again. And and um, certainly wish you a lot of success at uh, at the show with your booth. How can people get in touch with you? Uh, learn more about what you do at USC. Learn more about Hetma, Higher Ed, AV, podcasts, media, all those types of things. Oh boy. Okay. You can find me at Josiah Way on all of the socials. And of course you can find Hetma at Hetma underscore org on all the socials and Hired AV at Hired AV on all the socials. More than that, just go to Hetma.org, go to um, HiredAV.com, probably even the easier place because everything's connected through there. Find out the schedule of things. Monday night, get there early. Hired AV Awards, the very first ever with Mr. James King nominated for AV Higher Ed, AV Professional of the Year as a finalist. Look at that. Um, I don't, how that happened, I don't know. Oh, Mr. I'm out and everywhere, Mr. Keynote speakers trying to play humble. Look at that. All right. So then, um, and then uh, all the way up through our Friday banquet. So uh, we encourage everybody stop by, of course, on the show floor. We well, actually, we have an education summit on Tuesday. That's uh, 1.30 to 5. You can get, you know, all the tickets are available at avixa.org. So there you go, uh, avixa. You can get all your stuff there. Everything can be signed up for booth 4489 from Wednesday through Friday. Make sure you stop by. We got uh, chair massages. We got programming throughout. We got happy hours each day. Uh, we've got, uh, we got me standing there. There you go. That's is that good enough? I'm handing out swag and I'm gonna scan your badge. And you ain't getting the time with me or talking to me or swag from me until I scan your badge. And then there we go. Send you multiple emails. Multiple emails every other day, just to make sure you got the last one and to make and to push it to the top of your email list. But starting with the I know you're busy, but or you probably, well, no, trust me, I've just been saving all of the templates. And then just to annoy people, instead of putting their name, I'm going to put dear and then bracket name bracket. Um, <laughs> you know? Whatever you do, good. go see Joe, because if this, <laughs> if, if you think he's on a roll now, just wait till you see him during Infocom. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I love have, coming on with you guys. Thank you. We appreciate you. James, how can people get in touch with you, learn what you're up to, talk about um, getting selfies with us and um, and uh, more of uh, Ask the Programmer um, uh, talk in the future? Uh, yeah. Uh, so as we mentioned, Steve and I have a little contest is if you get a picture of, with five programmers, uh, selfie with five programmers, 
you can be a guest on our show. If you have a Ask a Programmer sticker, that's a bonus point. And if you get a selfie with Steve and I together, that's even more a bonus point. Uh, so that's the contest. We'll love to have you on. Definitely stop by the HEPMA booth and the banquet. If there's any one key takeaway from Infocom that anyone needs to attend is a HEPMA banquet and see the future of AB with the PRISM scholarship. Leave at awesome. that. Find me on the internet. Google me. You'll find me. And I'll add just um, hashtag ask the programmer and of course Infocom 23 uh, when you post those selfies. Um, for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media, my company, Control Concepts at controlconcepts.net. But I'm excited to hang out with these guys and have some fun. And as Joe said, it really is the Super Bowl of AV on the professional side. And I can't speak highly enough. And I really, it takes, takes a lot for me to not, not be at the show. So uh, I will uh, be sure to be there. Looking forward to meeting everybody and please uh, reach out if you see us and uh, say hi. And we, we'd like to really connect with our listeners. Um, and just in general, you could uh, hear this uh, podcast on your favorite podcast player and see the video on YouTube. And um, please share your favorite episode and leave us some comments and let us know if you want to be on. And with that, this has been Ask the Programmer.